Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 92. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. My beautifully blonde bombshell of a wife. <laughs> got some you new... You got the blonde part right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, we are going to share with you a little bit more about what's going on in the lives of the Ravenscrafts, and we hope that it'll be slightly entertaining. I don't know, maybe a little educational. I have no idea. Maybe somewhat encouraging, uh, more so than the past two weeks. And <laughs> and who knows, we might even be inspirational. You know, the kids have been in school for four days now. I'm I'm feeling a little better. I I can see. I yeah. I sense on your just the the look of your face. You just look brighter today. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the hair. That's the hair. <laughs> no, seriously really though, I, I I can just I it's can just been tell. a better week. Your demeanor it, is is in a it's a it's a lighter mood. Yeah. It's been it's been a much better week. Um, still feeling a little lost inside, you know, not really sure what. Um, still trying to figure out, you know, like goals for the year, and um, not really, not really what my passion is because I know that my passion is my family, but the right way. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm still working some things out, but. The fact that the kids were like falling into a normal routine again, yeah, is making my week go much better. So you, you, you it's it, the actual routine aspect here is what I think I'm hearing from you that you like. Yeah, and it is so funny to me to hear you say that. I like routine. I don't like schedules. Ah, okay. So I, I like routine. I like things to go in a certain way, you know. But I also want to have the chance to say, well, we're not going to do that today because we're going to do this. Right. No, I I like routine with a heavy dose of spontaneity. Where you just like rigid schedules. <laughs> I do like rigid schedules. And that like, is where we're different. That is where we are different. So you have this new blonde hair. Do you want to tell people about this? I do. Well, here's the. <laughs> um, was it on Sunday? I guess it was on Sunday. Um, we had dinner at my mom's house, and um, I guess I have to start the story saying that I am now smaller than I was in high school. Congratulations. Thank you. And, um, which really just means I've been very unhealthy for a really long time. And so anyway, I was looking at myself in the mirror a few weeks ago and my face is noticeably smaller than, um, than when I was in my senior year in high school. And so we were at my mom's on Sunday and I asked her to find, um, my senior pictures because I wanted to compare them. Well, so we found a couple and we pulled them out and I was, you know, passing them around, showing them, see, see, I'm smaller now. And, um, you had made the remark the next time you color your hair, why don't you, why don't you try blonde again? And, um, which I think I need to start the story to say that blonde was the color that God intended me to be. Um, I'm a natural blonde and I just chose to be darker I think this is the first time in like seven years that my hair has been, well, this is light for me. I mean, this is like really light for me. But, um, so anyway, you said, why don't you, why don't you go blonde again? And I first right away was like, no way. 
no, I, I, not at all. I don't want to do that at all. And, um, well, then I had a few days to think about it and it kind of, you know, that could be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that could be fun. It's been a very long time and, um, maybe I'll do it. Right. Well, then you went out of town on Tuesday and I'm like, how funny would it be if my husband came home to a blonde wife? I mean, that, that'd be kind of funny. And so I did. I just, I just did. I did it. You did. And you shocked me like and, nothing else. Yeah. This morning I was completely <laughs> taken aback and I'm like, Wow. Uh, that's different. And I'm like, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is, it's different. And I'm like, I should be saying, wow, that looks amazing. And I'm like, this is, and I was just like, my mind wasn't processing it. Right. My mind was not processing it. It It's like, wow. (laughs) And, uh, you, you just came down and, and you have, you know, that was this morning, obviously you hadn't fixed your hair or anything like that. Because I was going to go work out. So. Mm -hmm. But wow, it looks it looks really good now. Thank you. It still looks so different. It is. And I'm not used to it yet, but it looks good. Thank you. Okay, so I mean you look great right now. Well, thank you. But you look so different. I mean, I, you look like a different person. Kind yes. of like that's well, what I mean. Um Yeah. Our kids don't like it. <laughs> our our They um, haven't seen it since you fixed they it. They haven't like seen this. it since I fixed it. They've only seen it. I wasn't it, sure you know, I liked it this morning. Right. Uh, well, I wasn't sure I liked it either. But it, but it's starting to grow on me now. After after straightening my hair and looking at myself in the mirror for like thirty minutes, which I don't normally do, I really um, don't look at myself in the mirror that long. But I was straightening it so I could really see what it looked like. Right. And um, I don't know. I can I can kind of see you know the teenager that I used to be in there a little bit. You know. Yeah. I. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it was fun. So, so I like it by the well, way. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want you to just like go and change it right back or anything oh, like no, that. I, I mean, but I had no idea that when I said that you, that you would just go out while I was out of town and well, just, neither boom. did I at the time. Cause you, I mean, it wasn't too long ago. You just, you know, recolored, didn't you? Um, it's been about six weeks. Oh, has yeah. it been six weeks? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So, I mean, it was, it was just about time. I had some gray roots showing through and, and so it was time to color it again. And I just said. Why, why not? Very cool. Why not? And so I picked Matthew up from school yesterday and, um, he's like, you colored your, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Right out, right out of the bat. I don't like it. It took Megan a little bit longer, Mm -hmm. I think to notice. Yeah. But then she's like, "Mm, I don't like it. You're stealing my color. I'm like, um, it was mine first. (laughs) So (laughs) get over it. And, um, but I, I, we'll see what they say when I pick them up from school today. And, right. You know, they can see what I'll actually look like. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I, I like it. Thank you. For me, obviously, there have been some things going on. We kind of shared uh, that, you know, there's a, some, a lot of excitement lately. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to announce that I can officially tell the world what's going on. <laughs> and I will do so in Pursuing a Balanced Life, episode number 425. So we're not going to... I'm not going to do a whole lot of repeat uh, of telling the story here and there. So if you are interested in hearing one of the coolest things that has happened to me since I've launched this business and something that is beyond my wildest dreams uh, and and literally a dream come true for me, um, I want to tell you to check out episode number 425 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. And uh, is it? No, I, I, crap. I've been saying 425. It's 450. Oh. 
did I, I think I may have even said it on another episode of well, you, you'll have you'll have to um anyway yeah. it, it it'll be episode I believe it's 450 let me just check and look now that I'm not quite sure it is 450 okay what which, which is good because episode 425 is that whole you know follow your dreams and the money will follow kind of deal mm-hmm. and then we have episode number 450 you know a whole 25 so I'll remember <laughs> right. these milestones like every 25 episodes I'm gonna create <laughs> a podcast a big milestone which will right. be a big milestone so be looking out for episode 475 that's right <laughs> anyway so one of the things that I did do, on a road trip that I had made to Tennessee was I had started listening to an audio book uh, that I had wanted to hear. Or, well, actually, I, I, uh, it was a book that I've been wanting to read for a very long time. I have this whole entire list of books for personal improvement. Um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which, you know, I really love this book. Not necessarily some of the things it attributes some of the principles and values to, but definitely the the principles and values are are... I think some of them have been proven to be true in my life, and so I'm 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 finding some good use of that material. Um, you know, there are you books like Forty Eight Days to the Work You Love and No More Monday by No More Mondays by Dan Miller. Um, books like The Four Hour Work Week that help you know just different ways to think about whatever it is, whether right. it be business, uh, you know, relationships with people, just just all this different stuff. And I'd heard all the people that I know that I look up to that have considered, you know, that I consider to be successful. And and what books, do, what books do they recommend? And these are the kind of books that I hear over and over again. And one of one of those books is a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Okay. And uh, I bought the book. It's it. I have the physical copy mm-hmm. of the book here on my bookshelf. Just haven't. I mean, it just hasn't been something I've gotten around to. And I don't really sit down and schedule out enough time to just sit down and read books, you know, the physical hard copy of a book. And so I thought that the Amazon Kindle for the iPhone app was going to help out and really get me back into reading. And I I did start reading some books on that. In fact, I've read more on the Kindle for iPhone app uh, than I have in physical books. I mean, it, it, it is a great way, but still, you know, busy schedule as it is, you know, I haven't found a lot of time to even do that. And I've tried some audiobooks in the past. Now, I've had some bad experiences with some audiobooks. And some of the authors that read these books, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is boring. This person has no enthusiasm, no passion. And this is just ridiculous. How does anybody like this book? And of course, then I pick up the actual physical book and I'm like, wow, this is this is a really great book. Um, I wish I would have never heard that guy's voice because it, doesn't do anything for me, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, but then again, since then I've had some other audio books that I've listened to that are just like, wow, like the Ileana condition who does the twilight series. Right. I would never really- in a million years physically pick up those books and read them. Right. I will. I would not. Matter of fact, even now that I, I I'm into the story and I like it, I still, that is not a book I'm going to physically pick up and read. But I love hearing Ileana Kandushin read the books. I mean, she does a great job. Um, it, it, I can't remember his name, but the guy who does the Harry Potter, Potter series. Right. He, he does a great job. He's the same guy who did the, um, oh, that movie that, or the TV show the with the pie hole. What's that show called? Right. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. I don't. It's gone. Yeah. Um, it just got canceled, unfortunately. Well, not a lot just. Of pe- it's been a while. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. But anyway, um, 
what, what pushing was the daisies. pushing daisies yes so the same guy who did the voice run through that i'm like okay the restaurant's the pie hole yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> okay so pushing daisies, pushing daisies the guy who did the voiceover voiceover for that uh is the guy who re is he's the narrator for the harry potter series on audiobook so the, I, i've had some good experiences well I, w- I knew I wanted to to get this book in. I knew I was going to be on a, you know, four or five hour drive to, uh, you know, to Tennessee and back. And so I went ahead and, and, and by the way, I knew that I want to get back into, you know, walking an hour a day, every day working mm-hmm. out. So I went ahead and signed up for an Audible account. It's something I've been fighting for a long time, but I, I found the best way to do that. Uh, they have a plan right now. That is seven, $7.49 a month for the first three months. Mm-hmm. All right. And you get one book credit each month for that. And of course, as you're a member, if you want to get more books, you get a discounted member rate. So I went ahead and signed up for the $7.49 a month for three months, knowing that I'm going to get three audiobooks for over the course of the next three months for $7.49. Not a bad price, considering audiobooks can cost as much as $20 or $25, $30 sometimes. Right. Anyway, um, they also had a plan. I had that. I had to choose from that, or I could do like the you know the first month free, and then you get um, you know it's it's fifteen bucks a month. By the way, it's fifteen bucks a month after the first three months. Okay. <clears throat> but they also had a plan where you could buy um, for an annual or even two years, and if you pay for two years, you get all the credits up front, and it comes out to like twelve bucks a month. Okay. And so what I've decided is I'm going to do the $7.49 a month for three months. Obviously, it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end of the three months, I'm going to cancel that. And then I'm just going to buy 24 credits all up front. Okay. So I don't have to wait a month apart from each other to get these other books. So I, I decided I'm going to start consuming a lot of these books that I I, I want to read. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Maybe I'll read some on my iPhone. Maybe I'll read, listen to some via audio. Maybe some I'll have, you know, the iPhone up and I'll let it read it to me for a while. You know, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just I go back and forth. I, I can't figure out which way I like to consume it better. And it really descent, depends on my schedule. Right. So I just share all of that just to say that I'm excited about, you know, bringing in new content and consuming it. And one of the books that I'm reading right now is the how to win friends right. and influence people. And I just want to say amazing. It is an amazing book. And um, the first chapter is the first point that it makes is don't criticize, uh, compl- is, don't criticize, complain or uh, argue. I think that's what it is. Don't c- criticize, complain or argue. And I want to say that just that section alone this first chapter, the first section of this book really radically changed the way that I'm thinking about my parenting. You know, okay. I, you know, I've heard all about, you know, uh, positive, you know, reinforcement, you know, using positive, uh, reinforcement for, for disciplining, you know, so basically you, instead of focusing on the bad and, and you punishing, on, right. you, you praise the good. And, and I'm really, uh, you know, it basically gave some examples of of people who have done both back and forth back and forth and and then all of a sudden he he makes he makes a point about criticism that number 1 it the criticisms for other people you know when they receive them 
there really is no positive outcome of that. Right. They that number one, they become defensive. They they they're put on the defense. And number two, sometimes it, they they harbor bitter feelings. The I think Dale Carnegie, I think it was even himself. He says, you know, that I I once received a letter from somebody and it said something. Uh, and he's like, wow, that that really, you know, it said dictated, not read or something like that. And and he was really impressed by this guy. <clears throat> and and he's like, man, that he's really important and stuff like that. And, he, you know, obviously he's had somebody re- send this. And and so he sent a response at, to this guy. And he and he at the end of the letter, he put dictated, dictated, not read. And he said he got a letter back from this person. And he says, listen, you're. Your bad manners are only preceded by more, your bad manners, and he says, like, he, he's like that was a harsh criticism from somebody he he looked up to, mm-hmm. and he's like, man, it hurt, and he says, and and did I do something wrong, and and it, was it bad manners? He goes, looking at it, absolutely, I was totally wrong. It, it, that was a stupid thing for me to do, but man did that did 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 a bitterness kind of mm-hmm. set in deep within me that one i could i he says i recognize this is not healthy I, but, but he says and he says a few years later you know when i had read about his death he says i am i am really not um i'm really ashamed to confess to you that that the the biggest thing on my mind when he, when i read about his death wasn't my you know, you know, oh man, what a shame. It's like, you know, that, oh, that guy, yeah, it's mm-hmm. that bitter feeling. It's like, man, these things can, you know, when you criticize somebody, you may not know this, but man, that can, that can span decades. Right. Absolutely. Decades. And I'm like, wow. And I look at all the criticism that I do of my children, criticizing every decision they make. And I'm like, wow, it, it just really opened up my eyes to so much. And and then, of course, the book talks about the fact that, you know, never criticize, argue or complain. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. And of course, he's saying, OK, but that's making friends. We're trying to grow responsible adults. At some you- point, we have to. I don't I don't know that I totally agree with that in regards to parenting. OK. I mean, well, I'm not saying being negative all of the time, mm-hmm. but to have an open conversation about a mistake or a bad action can be taken as criticism, even if it's not intended that right. way. I, yeah, go ahead. So I just, I don't know that I, I don't know that he's saying that you should never sit down and, and constructively discuss i'm saying that's probably not the way to build friendships right but i'm not looking to be friends with my kids right now right right well i am uh you know i i, I don't know i i'm just basically saying that it's it's radically changing i mean obviously there are still going to be some times then we that i'm going to sit down i mean and, and who knows i may even not be able to break the habit of being a you know overly critical parent uh, I'm certainly going to try. That's the reason why I read these books. And it's like, man, I, I want to be more like this. Right. You know, and, and that I want to strive to be a better person. That's why I read these books and, and I'm inspired by them to do things differently. And I think that it will improve, you know, me in a lot of areas. And so that that's what's exciting about this. But but you're right. I, I you know, I, I still feel like there's a way to constructively 
sit down and 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 have this thing called constructive criticism, constructive feedback, walking through discussing things, but just saying, "Man, I'm really not happy with the way you did this." And um I'd love to give you an example of uh of of an example that it gave of Abraham Lincoln. So you can imagine um the president of the United States, right? Mm-hmm. President of the United States obviously isn't looking to be friends with all the generals that he has, right? And uh, there's this one example that it gives that is out of this world. And if you don't mind, can I bring it up and play it for you? Sure. Should, uh, <laughs> sure. No, I don't really want to hear it right now. No, that's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Because you don't sound like you're sure. No, you're fine. All right. So Just... what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause right here and I'm going to pull it up and then and play it for you. Okay. All right. So I, I, we, I've, I'm now unpaused. And this is this is so funny because in the chat room they're saying, "Oh, this sounds like an Audible ad." Uh, the the cool thing here is that this this is not an Audible ad. Audible is not paying for this, but um, I just want to I want to share with you though. You might not be paying for it, but you're giving it. I am giving it, uh, and here comes a call from somebody else. So I am going to decline that call and uh, continue on here. Um, and of course, now it's going to give me. Uh, a little ding in the middle of this with when I get the voicemail. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and hit play here and see how this sounds. Time after time during the Civil War, Lincoln put a new general at the head of the Army of the Potomac, and each one in turn, McClellan, Pope, Burnside, Hooker, Meade, blundered tragically and drove Lincoln to pacing the floor in despair. Half the nation savagely condemned these incompetent generals, but Lincoln, with malice toward none and charity for all, held his peace. One of his favorite quotations was, Judge not, that ye be not judged. And when Mrs. Lincoln and others spoke harshly of the Southern people, Lincoln replied, Don't criticize them. They are just what we would be under similar circumstances. Yet if any man ever had occasion to criticize, surely it was Lincoln. Let's take just one illustration. The Battle of Gettysburg was fought during the first three days of July, 1863. During the night of July 4th, Lee began to retreat southward while storm clouds deluged the country with rain. When Lee reached the Potomac with his defeated army, he found a swollen, impassable river in front of him and a victorious Union army behind him. Lee was in a trap. He couldn't escape. Lincoln saw that. Here was a golden, heaven-sent opportunity, the opportunity to capture Lee's army and end the war immediately. So, with a surge of high hope, Lincoln ordered Meade not to call a council of war, but to attack Lee immediately. Lincoln telegraphed his orders and then sent a special messenger to Meade demanding immediate action. And what did General Meade do? He did the very opposite of what he was told to do. He called a council of war in direct violation of Lincoln's orders. He hesitated. He procrastinated. He telegraphed all manner of excuses. He refused point-blank to attack Lee. Finally, the waters receded, and Lee escaped over the Potomac with his forces. Lincoln was furious. What does this mean? Lincoln cried to his son Robert. Great God, what does this mean? We had them within our grasp and had only to stretch forth our hands and they were ours. Yet nothing that I could say or do could make the army move. Under the circumstances, almost any general could have defeated Lee. If I had gone up there, I could have whipped him myself. 
In bitter disappointment, Lincoln sat down and wrote Meade this letter. And remember, at this period of his life, Lincoln was extremely conservative and restrained in his phraseology. So this letter, coming from Lincoln in 1863, was tantamount to the severest rebuke. My dear General, I do not believe you appreciate the magnitude of the misfortune involved in Lee's escape. He was within our easy grasp, and to have closed upon him would, in connection with our other late successes, have ended the war. As it is, the war will be prolonged indefinitely. If you could not safely attack Lee last Monday, how can you possibly do so south of the river, when you can take with you very few, no more than two-thirds of the force you then had in hand? It would be unreasonable to expect, and I do not expect, that you can now affect much. Your golden opportunity is gone, and I am distressed immeasurably because of it. What do you suppose Meade did when he read the letter? Meade never saw that letter. Lincoln never mailed it. It was found among his papers after his death. My guess is, and this is only a guess, that after writing that letter, Lincoln looked out of the window and said to himself, Just a minute. Maybe I ought not to be so hasty. It is easy enough for me to sit here in the quiet of the White House and order Meade to attack... But if I had been up at Gettysburg, and if I had seen as much blood as Meade had seen during the last week, and if my ears had been pierced with the screams and the shrieks of the wounded and dying, maybe I wouldn't have been so anxious to attack either. If I had Meade's timid temperament, perhaps I would have done just what he had done. Anyhow, it is water under the bridge now. If I send this letter, it will relieve my feelings, but it will make Meade try to justify himself. It will make him condemn me. It will arouse hard feelings, impair all his further usefulness as a commander, and perhaps force him to resign from the army. So, as I've already said, Lincoln put the letter aside, for he'd learned by bitter experience that sharp criticisms and rebukes almost invariably end in futility. Theodore... All right, so there you go. I know, completely boring voice. Do you and, listen to that while driving? Yeah, I did. It's dangerous. Yeah, well, I, I did not finish the book for obvious reasons while driving four hours in the sleepy night. So, uh, you could have just explained that. Well, I, I couldn't because I didn't remember the whole story, how oh, okay. I would have not been able to convey it. But do you see, I mean, obviously in that example, um, you know, <laughs> it's the president of the United States and, and it's a general who debate, uh, disobeyed a direct order. Right. And he recognized it's like, you know, is, is this general, is he a valuable asset to the army? Yes. Would he be an, would he be a valuable as did he make a huge mistake? No question. Now, do you think that, that it just went on, you know, without being addressed? I don't think so. I think it was probably addressed, but did the letter go to him? The answer is no. Right. The harsh rebuke in, in writing that harsh criticism was never delivered. And, and, and so I don't know. It, it, there's there's a whole lot more to this. And and by the way, de- definitely the audio book of this is not the way to go for this. Unless the fact that you desperately want to consume the content and you don't have the time to read it right now. So I will f- finish listening to this in Audible, but I would much prefer reading the actual book right. myself. Okay. 
But anyway, it, there's a whole lot more. And there's a whole story about, you know, um, about a, a, an author who put a, a something in some kind of magazine or news article that has been redone over and over and over again. And it's about a, a father writing a letter to his son while he sleeps at night. And it's it's really got me thinking about this. Okay. So, you know, I, cool. there, there's a lot of there. By the way, folks, if you haven't read the book, how to win and influence people. It's not about manipulating people, but uh, one of the things that I have heard over and over again, I mean, there are there are certain positions where you would apply for a company position and they won't hire you unless you have first, unless you agree that you will read this book. I mean, and that there's a lot of things that go around like that. And, and it's there's a lot of valuable information uh, that I haven't even shared yet that probably will go more into pursuing a balanced life because that, that's right. where I share a lot of this stuff. But the reason why I bring it here is number one, um, because of the parenting things. I think that I'm hoping and I'm praying that you are going to see some changes in the way that I approach our children. Okay. And, and, and cause there's a lot, there's, there's the not, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop arguing. I'm going to stop critic. I'm going to attempt to stop arguing with our children to compl- complain about what our children aren't doing and i'm going to i'm going to stop the sharp rebukes and criticisms of our children okay those are the things that this over the coming weeks i'm going to say as a father i want to put behind me okay you know i i need to i need to replace a lot of that with a lot of uh praising my children for the wonderful people that they are. And then also coming to the understanding of, you know what? And one of the things that you spend an hour a day with them, (laughs) how do you know they're wonderful people? (laughs) Because I do. Uh, No, I believe that. That was, I was kidding. I know. But I want to say that there, there are, there are plenty of things that I could do differently as a father. And this is just awakened awakened so much within me that I want to, that I want to do for my children and, and the way that I approach them. The, the other thing that in this book actually clearly talks about this is the fact that oftentimes we as parents, uh, we, we think we should be able to reason with our children that they're going to have the same kind of reasoning skills and mindset and, you know, of a 36 year old man you know, when they're only eight years old and they've right. only got a certain, it's like, wow. And of course, there's a, there's a whole nother section of you um, create a, I forget the wording, but create a desire of want within them. So it's it's basically, okay, here's what I want my children to do, but it's not necessarily conveying, okay, kids, this is what I want you to do, now do it. The question is, how can I take something and and tie it to something that they want. Okay. All right. So let's just say that a kid has a desire to be an athlete, right? Right. And so if we know that this is a desire of theirs, how can we translate? I am so distracted by the fact that you're on two legs with your chair. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> how ca- because I am so in the, I mean, all the time telling the kids four legs. Right. Your chair needs to be on four legs. I'm on four legs now. Thank you. You're welcome. It was just, I mean, it was really driving me crazy. Thank anyway. You. The, the but whole, if you want to fall back and knock your head against the wall, I mean. Yeah, I've really. almost done that twice. <laughs> so, it, yeah. it is your head mm-hmm. after all. Yeah. It is. 
But I understand. I understand what you're saying. I do. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of times, especially right now, because our schedule is such that um, I'm doing all of the day to day dealing with the children, mm-hmm. with them, you know, them little ones who you think are good people. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sometimes it's questionable to me. I I recognize that. And um, and so sometimes when you say you want to change your parenting, I feel that as criticism on my parenting, which I already know is not perfect. Okay. It's, it's rather far from perfect. So anyway, I'm just explaining why it's kind of, I don't know. I recognize that because the same thing came true when I came to Family from the Heart and we did an episode that we were going to title, Are We Killing Our Children? Right. You know, it's like I we need to change the way that I, I, I felt like it was important for me to change the way that our family looks at food and, and, and physical fitness and stuff like that. And I, and you had the same kind of reaction. You like, wow, it's like, you I feel like you're criticizing me for the fact that of what we're putting on the right. food. And that wasn't the intent. The intent was like, wow, I've really been awakened based upon materials that I've consumed. I've, I've recognized that, man, we're not taking the best care of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And we're certainly not setting our kids up for a successful, healthy lifestyle. And I want to do some things to change that. And of course, we came and we we talked about that. And and over time, we've made some drastic changes. We have. I mean, look at us now. I mean, look at us both physically. But and then also look at the food decisions of our children today. They're the, making very wise choices. Exactly. And so that's what I'm saying. And 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 I agree. I I, I know that where you are, it's it's difficult. Uh, and and one of the things that this book talks about is is taking a keen interest in finding the good in people and bringing that forward. Right. And that's not it. It, it is not something that you should feel. I don't think any of us should feel um, bad about the fact that well we are stuck in that mindset because that's the natural way. We're always the natural thing for us is to be concerned for ourselves and what we want. And, and, and it's not natural. It is not a natural ability to actually be more concerned with the good in other people and what they want and to come around to those things and putting those first. And so I don't think that you should feel bad that that's not naturally there for you right now. And, And it's not naturally there for me. But what I'm saying is like, wow, I've been exposed to a new way of thinking that I want to start applying to my life and to my parenting. Right. No, I mean, I, I, I totally get it. I do. Yeah. I'm just telling you that from this side of the table, it, it's, I understand, you know, yeah, I would love to, I've got the, I'm not going to read the book. <laughs> I was going to say, I'd, I'd love to get you the book and, and have you read it. I, matter of fact, I've got it here. Completely unrelated. I did start crazy love though. And I'm enjoying that. So. Right here. It is. Oh, you even got the hard copy. I even, I have, which the hard- is, Minus the audible ad that Cliff gave. Here's the way that I like to read. The yes. old fashioned flip the pages, paper cut here and there. <coughs> that is horrible font, though. I know. I know. <laughs> and uh, in fact, I'm going to. to <laughs> you like my criticism right off the bat? <laughs> yeah. I, well, exactly. I mean, so. <laughs> but here's the deal. And and by the way, I and, he, and now here is the here is the host spoken endorsement. Okay. Are you ready for this? We do want to say thank you to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. 
M-A-R-D-E-L. Use promo code GSPN. When you go to Mardell, do a search for how to win friends and influence people. There you go. And you can get the non-put-you-to-sleep physical <laughs> version of this book. Now, that's critici- that, that that's criticizing the man who's reading it. Okay. It is. It isn't. It's not right. Okay, but check this out. It is. <laughs> but you're a work in progress, I right? Am, <laughs> exactly. I am a work in progress. Now, um, th- by the way, this is available for seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Um, and it, it, I mean, obviously, it's a little tiny book. It's one of those budget stuff. It's a budget book. You know, it, it's 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 been reprinted. It's it's a really small little thing, and it's not going to be like a big fancy book that you normally pay for, but. Uh, for $7.99, the message that's in this book has already really been transformational in my mindset. Now, I, I, and, I, and here's the thing I know for a fact. If I can apply the principles to my life and change my attitude, I have no doubt that I will be able to win. I will be able to win over the affection of people and have more influence in their lives. And that uh, there is no place more that I that there is no place more in my life where I want that than in the lives of my children. I want to I now do I want I totally agree. And I know I know the kind of thinking that that you're talking about. I'm not interested in, quote unquote, being buddy buddy with my kids Right. right now. You know, I am the authority here and there there should be some respect for that. And I I totally get that. And and I and it really does concern me when, you know, you've got moms who are going bar hopping with their, you know, 16 year old daughters. Right. You know, it's like this is this just isn't healthy. But at the same time, do I want to do I want to win over the affection of my children with by by showering them with genuine praise and 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 showering them with recognition and and imparting to them that they are important to me and do I want to have an influence in their life absolutely and i'm learning that some of the just natural ways of doing things have not been getting me closer to that goal and i just can see some tweaking just by the little bit that i've consumed of this book so far that there are some things that i think will radically change Cool. My parenting and and my ability to influence them. Very good. So. Very good. Awesome. All righty. So anyway, what else is going on? Anything? Um, I don't, I don't think so. Oh yeah. By the way, use promo code GSPN, get 10% off the $7.99. Absolutely. And also communicates to them that you really appreciate and value Mardell.com sponsoring family from the heart and making the show show possible every week. Every week, because I'll be honest with you, if it wasn't for Mardell, uh, I wonder, you know, family from the heart would still exist, but I wonder if it would continue to be every week. No. And consistent, you know, so Mardell, you know, they rock and they make this thing possible. It's like, you know, it's like, let's 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 switch it up this week. And it's like we're here. Yeah. One thing that I love about this podcast in the way that. um, The way that. I'm going to say the way that Mardell influenced it because our original intent was that it would be topic driven. Mm -hmm. And so you wouldn't get to hear, you know, like the last two weeks where I'm like, look, I'm fed up. (laughs) I'm just, I can't do it anymore. Um, I I think that with the, with the support of Mardell it, and because it's every week, it has become more of an inside look into what's going on 
Yes. Rather than a topic driven. Yes. Does that make sense? It makes perfect okay. sense. Yeah. It, yeah. The, matter of fact, the if it were not for Mardell, I know for a fact there would not have been a family from the heart last week or the week before. Right. Actually, we may have sit down to record them. But would but they, they have, wouldn't have been released? They would not. Neither one of those Cliff would have never released. Would them. have not been released. So right, yeah. So I'm so distracted here because Andy said they're all that in a bag of chips, which yes. completely Mardell is. But today I was on the elliptical and I was doing my workout. I'm thinking I'd really rather be on the couch with a bag of chips right now. Right. Like, and it was like what nine o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and I was already wanting some some potato chips pretty bad. Oh no! But I, I finished. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here in yeah. a, in a few minutes and and go grab some lunch together, which I'm excited about. And uh, is there anything else that you, that's going on in the family that not you right want to share? No, not right now. I really I think we're we're just trying to fall back into a routine. You know, yeah. Um, every day we get a little bit closer. Monday we were almost late for school. Tuesday we were almost late to school. You know, yesterday we had a little leeway. Today we yeah. Did a little better. So, and then the kids are off school on Monday. <laughs> Columbus Day. Columbus Day. Yeah. So they're off on Monday, but as soon as we fall back into it, you know, yeah, it's it's just going to take a little while. We're, we're working our way there and um, yep. that's really all that's going on with us right now. Right. It is. Well, I, is the, that sad? I mean, I think. No, I don't think it's sad. I, 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 matter of fact, I think <laughs> if anything, Stephanie, there are probably a lot of people out there listening to this who are saying, wow. I'm glad it's not just me. Oh, that's right. Thank you. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It's it's Martin Luther King Day. It's oh, not okay. Columbus Day's in October. Oh, okay. Which I totally knew. I just was agreeing with you to agree with you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's funny. Nice. Um, Did you hear what I said? No, I missed. I said it. I, I think totally some people distracted. are just happy to say you know, it's like wow. I, I I'm glad we're not the only ones. Yeah, you're you know? not. You're not alone, and that's what we've always been about here is is being transparent and authentic and 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 sharing. But you know, at the same time, we do want to be encouraging and inspirational. And it's like ah, it's it's like ah, how do you be transparent and authentic and put out a content that isn't always encouraging or inspirational? Well, I think sometimes just knowing that you're not alone is encouraging. Yeah. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, somebody else hearing, you know, there's another mom out there who was stuck at home with her kids for a long time, mm-hmm. who's not used to be, yeah, not used yeah. to being, and um, m- maybe for her hearing that, you know, my life was not going so well, yeah, but <laughs> was encouraging to her. Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. By the way, we th- this is this is a great spot right here. Okay. Um, working with my client this this week um i i realized just how far i've gone from asking for feedback from people okay and we want your feedback do you do you are what are you guys thinking about family from the heart do you have questions you know obviously you can tell if you're if you're listening to family from the heart you probably have picked up on the fact that right now we do not have a clear outline of what we are going to talk about next week <laughs> in fact there is oftentimes <laughs> Uh, where we actually hit the record button and we have no clear understanding of exactly what we're going to talk about right, right now. Uh, and, and and several of you have written in and said, you, you know, you just love the laid back approach that you guys just share whatever. And, and we are cool with that. But I would I just want to let you know that if there are some things that you want us to talk about, what we want to know what that is. Uh, for example, Mary in our chat room 
says, you know, talk about crazy love, which, by the way, we do have a little bit of time left. I said, okay. so I think that's a great idea. But just so you know, if if you have some questions, comments, feedback for this show, please call our listener feedback voicemail hotline. The phone number is 859-795-4067, 859-795-4067. So, Stephanie, uh, crazy love. Did we, did we not talk about it at all last week? I think we read the... Maybe. Uh, you said to, you said you were going to order me the book. That's okay, all. so we but we ordered right. it while we were recording that day, right? I think you did. I think I did. And not only did we get it ordered that day, but didn't it come the next day it was or a, two it, days? It was two days. It came uh, yeah. in two days. All right. So tell us about what have you read so far so in Crazy Love? I started, I read the um, the introduction, which was done by Chris Tomlin. Okay. And... um. It, it's kind of it was just cool to hear him um describe Francis who is the the author of the book obviously they're good friends and then read the preface and his kind of setting up of the book mm-hmm. and um started chapter 1 i haven't finished it yet right but um chapter 1 is titled stop praying and i think that right right off the bat um that title can can kind of take you by surprise um, right what kind of pastor tells people to stop praying, you know, but, um, you stop, stop expecting things, stop asking God for things without really understanding who he is. And, um, that he, God is so much greater than this tiny little image that we keep of him. Mm -hmm. And, um, so stop, stop, asking him for things without truly understanding who he is and, you know, um, marvel at his creation and get to know him. And it, so that's where I am so far. Awesome. It's all very, it's all, um, he, and he even tells you in the preface that the first three chapters are all pretty basic. They're all, um, the fundamentals that we all know, but sometimes overlook and, but you have to read the first three chapters before you can experience the rest of the book. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I am looking forward to it. I know that the second chapter is like, you probably won't finish reading this chapter. <laughs> right. Because you could die at any minute. <laughs> right. Which isn't the title, but is the the premise of the chapter. Exactly. So, um, or is it you may not? Mm-hmm. You probably won't. It, it actually, I think, I it's, think you it's, may it's not. you may not. Okay, good. Anyway, so crazy love. We'll be talking about it. We're we're covering in our home team Bible study group that meets yeah. in our home on so Wednesday. So we probably nights. won't cover it in detail, but we'll be talking about what it's right. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. I'm excited about it. I am. Um, I for, I I don't remember exactly how um, it was described in the in the preface, but said that this book is for. Um, This book is for people who want, I forget, I forget how he words it, but anyway, I'm one of those people, <laughs> I just forget his wording, but you know, it, it wasn't fall in love with Jesus because that is too general. It, I mean, it was very sp- specific and right. it just, it just escapes me now, but gotcha. so I'm sure we'll talk more about it as um, you start reading it mm-hmm. and our home steam's home team starts discussing it and you know 
Yeah. That's the only thing I hate is that, um, you know, I got to wait another month before I get another audible credit right. because I would so go and get the audio book right. and just go and listen to this thing, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm working out this week. But anyway, anyway, it's oh, uh, wait, Andy says he just downloaded crazy love from his library free. Oh, probably uh, free tax dollars. Anyway, I wonder if it's audio. Andy, is it audio? Mm-hmm. Audible. Audible. Huh? Oh, he must have signed up. Maybe. I okay. don't know. I'll have well, to you can to talk him. to him about that <laughs> about that later. But Oh, no, 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 no. It's the audio from his library. Okay, right. cool. Well, well, we'll check it out. Okay. Anyway, so I I, th- I think that'll wrap it up. Man, is yeah. this a show? I mean, did we I think did so. we talk about anything? I mean, I I, I don't know. I think you we tell did. us. We want to hear from you. Uh, you know, we 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 would love to hear from you guys. How how, you know, your comments, your feedback. What are you getting out of Family from the Heart? That, I, I guess that's my question right now. If you want to call and just let us know, area code 859-795-4067. What is it? Why do you listen? Because I look at the download numbers. You guys are still downloading the show every single week. And uh, obviously, um, you know, Mardell has, has been happy enough to continue to renew their sponsorship. So, but I really want to hear from you guys. What do you like about Family from the Heart? What is it so that we can continue to do more of the same of that? And also, the other question I have is, what kind of things would you like us to talk about? Um, you know, how about an Ask Cliff and Stephanie? You know, ask us questions. Uh, you know, obviously, there's a lot of information we've shared over the years. But, you know, do you have questions about how we do certain things and stuff like that. Not that we're experts in all these different areas of our lives, but we can certainly share and we just want to start the conversation. I don't feel like an expert at any part of my life. Yeah? Yeah. Not even being myself. <laughs> I really, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. just thought I'd say that. But but we're happy to share who we are with you. And I think that the, if from the feedback that I've re- re- received in the past, is that people under people enjoy the fact that we are who we are, that we don't try to be somebody else. Although, on, honestly, sometimes I do try to be more than who I am. And, you know, I, I I want to be an expert. I want to be that encouragement all the time. But I know I can't be. Does that make sense? Yeah. I always want to be like, dude, you're going to come here. And after you're finished listening to this, you're going to want to tell everybody that this is an episode you just have to listen to. That, and I just want to be that every... I want to be that in a bag of chips like Mardell is. Right. But I'm just not that. Sometimes I'm just that, but you don't get the bag of chips with me. You know? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to go somewhere else for the bag of chips. You Sometimes you just get me. It's got to be good enough. <laughs> anyway, folks, we love you all. We thank you all for everything. And we look forward to hearing from you. Again, 859-795-4067 to let us hear your voice. And we'll be back next week. Until then, we encourage you to join Join the the community. community. Amanda says the bag of chips has too many calories anyway. (laughs) That's great. There's still 37 seconds left in this music. I know. Sweet potato chips? 
Do they make sweet potato chips? Hmm. Interesting. Thin cut baked? Hmm. Sounds good. Can, did I mention we're going to lunch after this? I'm very hungry. Bye, everybody.